Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of CJ and the Duke. As always, I am Robert the Duke Fedoric. I am Corey CJ Wesley. And today we want to talk to you about learning the hard way. School of hard knocks for service now. That's right, because uh, some of us, when we started, there was nothing to help us along the way. Well, it's not entirely true. There was at least the wiki. Ah, right? the wiki. We've always uh, had the wiki. Moment well, of silence did. for the wiki. We'll put one up. Lighters in the air for the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Docs just isn't quite the wiki. You know, it's it's, it's getting better, though. It's getting better. Yeah, I must it say is. That. Like... I think it is really, really good. I think just with the wiki, there was the idea that there's more clients and more client growth than there was employee growth. They basically had to teach you how. And then the the docs is kind of like teach you what. Yeah. The docs is definitely a lot of what. The mm-hmm. wiki was how. Yeah. The wiki, it, it was great too, because like as, as a noob, you come in and it's like, how do you do anything? And it's like, just yeah. go to the wiki. And, and you sc- search the wiki and you got everything. And screenshots everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and then and then the, there was so much gold in the um the discussion behind some of the entries too. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. You had to, yeah, anyways. <laughs> We're talking about something <laughs> half these people can't even see. Oh <laughs> we love you, but- Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> we'll miss you wherever you are oh man they should have they should have hosted a read-only copy of that somewhere for posterity would have been nice okay so what we're here to do today is give you eight different tools i guess nine now that we're talking about docs nine different tools to help you go from wherever you're at in the ServiceNow ecosystem to greater and greater capability and feats of daring do that's right. The next level. We're going to make you, we're going to take you from Jedi Apprentice to Jedi Master. So we've been chit-chatting about Wiki, which unfortunately you can't use anymore. But we, you also heard us mention Docs, docs.servicenow.com, which is a great place to start. You know what else I Absolutely. love about Docs, Corey? The fact that they got it all organized into books. That's something like the Wiki just never had. So yeah, I can just the- drill right down from ITBM and into all the different ITBM knowledge bases. Yes, I think that is definitely a step up. The um the wiki did have like a feature where you can kind of make your own book mm-hmm. and and export it to a PDF, and that was kind of cool. It never worked quite well, and it was slow, so that was kind of a problem. Everybody now knows about Docs. Go ahead and do that, man. Read Docs. Sometimes what I do, at least once a week, I'd say, is I go to Docs and I just pick a random thing that I don't get to work with and read up on that. But the cool. Uh, Corey, hit him about dev instances. So dev instances are like the sibling relationship to docs, right? So once you have the docs website open and you've got all there is to know about ServiceNow, how do you actually use this uh, information to benefit you? Well, that's what a personal develop, developer uh, instance comes in. Developer.servicenow.com, request an instance, boom, just like that, you're in the game. Right. Like, again, for you, a lot of you uh, newbies, we come from an era where you couldn't do that. You know, your dev instance was your company's dev instance or your client's dev instance. And you just or, hoped. or the demo instance. You remember that? Oh, yes. The <laughs> demo instance. Where Five in the morning and the thing was a train wreck. <laughs> yes. You'd get locked out, locked out more than at least a couple times a day because somebody would reset the admin password. Yeah. Or, or delete the task table. Yeah, <laughs> something just crazy like that. Yeah, oh. delete the admin role. Oh man, those are the days. So yeah, you were um, if you were from back in the day, right? You didn't have this this nice uh, tool at your disposal to kind of right. just spin up your own service now instance and tool around, break it, mm-hmm. reset it, right? 
or or once you get to a certain level right start doing development if you say you want to create a custom app right like your personal development instance will allow you to actually do that save your progress come back to it right you can sync it up with github i mean there's a whole lot of tools there's a, there's a whole lot of uh, of experience there that wasn't there in the past and unless you uh, take your learning to the next you level. know what they have now i, I mean it's probably been there for a while, but I only noticed it recently is on the developer.servicenow.com. Like forget the instance, but once you're logged into that, they have all kinds of learning courseware yes. and, you know, build this in your dev instance to build the skills. So if you ever come to the forum and ask for exam dumps, but you haven't gone through that course, find something else to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're just asking for exam dumps anyway, like just don't, right? You're not going to learn anything. And ultimately we're all here to to take our skills to the next level. I, I get that the the whole exam thing, having to get certified and state with deltas and all that kind of stuff might not necessarily be appealing to everyone, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. You might as well do it in the best way possible for you. And that is learning the material and keep it on your game. Okay. Right, so that's tool number two. Tool number three is community. community Robert, so- why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about community? Yeah. Community is one of my favorite ways to learn. It kind of back in the days of the wiki, it was also one of the only ways you could learn because they had a primitive forum you could talk to people on. But I make it a point to log into community every day and read some of the topics that I know nothing about. So every day, I guarantee that I learn at least something. And people say, oh, how, Robert, how do I get as good as you? Spend 10 years going to community every day <laughs> and reading one thread. <laughs> and then as you get better and better, try to also answer one item in the thread. So community is awesome. Community.servicenow.com. And just by logging in and, and clicking the community's link, you get kind of the front page of the last updated stuff. And I, I usually try and just read through that list of threads once a day and grab one of the threads and just try and learn one thing. And that will stack up over time. Yeah, let me let me just throw in there too. Like what I like to do is to go through all of the unanswered questions, right? Yeah, I like to get some points. And so going through <laughs> the unanswered questions is uh, is a is a quick way to grab grab some points, but also to see what people are are having problems with, and you know maybe help them out a little bit too. Next up, we have SN Dev Slack. Hit them up, Corey. All right. So this is uh, this is where the professionals go to get problems solved, right? So there's a nice uh, little, I, I won't call it hidden, but semi-hidden Slack group, SN Dev Slack group. And you get on there and there's a bunch of ServiceNow Jedi Masters. Uh, some of them have already gone to the force and become one with the force. And, and they're offering help to anyone who comes, who basically comes into the group. This is a great, great place to take your learning to the next, next level. You know, I mean, it's great for beginners too, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but this is a place where when you know a little bit and enough to be dangerous, but you still can't quite figure something out, this is where you go to figure that something out. There are so many people in there with such uh, varied experience that if you don't have, you know, someone that you could bounce an idea or two off of, these are guys. Yeah. And I'd say compared to community, community is more of a passive learn, like go there, look and see. But the SN Dev Slack channel moves so fast, it's more like come there with your really specific questions, hardest of hard questions, and it just, you get answers. And like the community, right? Like just like Robert was saying about the community, just go in there sometimes and pop in and just read the existing threads, read other mm-hmm. people's problems, other people's questions, other people's experiences and learn from that. You know, there's just so much of, to learn from other people's mistakes and successes, right? That we don't do often enough. Why commit the same uh, failure that somebody else did when you can learn from it and uh, save yourself the uh, tuition? All right. So uh, moving up to the next one, let's talk about ServiceNow Meetups. Robert. That's you. 
Oh, that's me. That's right. Uh, so service <laughs> time uh, meetups are also a great place to level up. There's nothing that rekindles my passion for service now more than being in a room full of other people who share the same passion for service now and talking about war stories and experiences and problems that we haven't been able to solve or interesting use cases or interesting ways that we've hacked the system to do things that it wasn't intended to do, but turned out to be great. Interesting stakeholder stories, clients, et cetera, you know, the whole nine yard, just getting together with people uh, who share that same passion for this little micro niche that we inhabit. So, you know, just exchanging, you know, uh, actual words with folks and, and, you know, having, you know, over a beer or a drink or something like that. And, you know, getting to know people and, and getting to know their experiences. You have no idea how much that actually helps you widen your view of the ServiceNow arena and your place in it and can motivate you to actually learn and achieve more. Corey and I actually met at a meetup. So I, this is kind of like particularly close to my heart because if we hadn't gone to that meetup, then years of self-growth help on both sides, plus this podcast never would have happened. And real talk here, like here, here we are getting, you know, how do we get, how do we skill up in service now? But why do I even want to skill up in service now? Cause I want to move up in life, man. Like absolutely. (laughs) The meetups are also kind of where the rubber meets the road on opportunities. Yeah. uh, I mean, you, so I was just going to say that, you know, uh, networking, right. Is one of the most highly underrated skills in life. Right. And the meetups, meetups will help you hone that skill around people who already share a passion for what you share a passion for. Mm-hmm. So get out there, hone that networking skill, opportunities await, get it done. All right, next up we have Twitter. And this is a little bit harder to crack, but generally what I do is I look every day on the hashtag ServiceNow and also the, the hashtag ServiceNowDev, two really important hashtags. And once you get a feel for which accounts are just retweeting stuff from Mothership, you can find some real gold nuggets there. So some great follows are, well, who's some great for Jace Benson, man, fantastic follow. Arfadoric, fantastic follow. That guy. <laughs> no, but let's be real, right? And you're not going to say it, so I'll say it, right? Like right. you almost single-handedly keep those hashtags going. Uh, so that's not to say that you're doing it single-handedly, but you're great. You're, you're a large part of it. So you know, definitely follow uh, Robert on Twitter. If you are interested in anything ServiceNow on Twitter, he will either be talking about it or be in conversations with other people talking about it. So you'll find those people too. I also like it just because it's a great way to stay up on the news and kind of what's coming down the pipe. And a lot of different vendors publish out some of their free public white papers and stuff like that. So it's just a great way to find out best practices without paying for it, frankly. It's a great way, great way for companies to market themselves and in so doing, they give away some of that best practice info for free just to, to separate themselves from the crowd. And, and you can really capitalize that on Twitter by following all the, the prime vendor accounts like Nathan Firth at New Rocket, both those accounts, actually, Acorio, ServiceNow themselves. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, you just follow the hashtags, you know, um, ServiceNow and uh, ServiceNow Dev. And then also ITIL and ITSM, right? You'll find a, a lot of a lot of cross pollination and mm, those hashtags yeah. as well. Now we're getting into some of my favorites where you talk about mentorship. Oh man, mentorship. So mentorship is this huge, huge, huge value bucket that not not enough people tap into. Find somebody that's better than you. Find somebody who's smarter than you and try your best to learn whatever you can for them. 
when you're reading writing that someone's written on the on the web and they're trying to teach you something as one thing but when you have someone who you can go to and say hey i'm in this situation what would you do and then an hour later not only do you have the answer to that solution but you got life's answers mm -hmm. and you have experience that has happened to somebody and how they actually handled it mm -hmm. and how you sh you can handle it not maybe you shouldn't or you know what have you but an, a, a way for you to actually handle it and and kind of uh, use that person's experience to skill and level your own self up. It's remarkable how impactful that is and how undervalued it is. Who are some of your mentors? So yeah, a couple of my mentors, Joe Jogman is, is the first person that comes to mind. He's he's great in the, in this ecosystem. He knows a whole lot and we come from uh, similar backgrounds in terms of our careers. Mm -hmm. And so um, we relate very well um, to each other and he has way more experience about some of this stuff than I do. So I often find myself going to him with question. Yeah. So he's probably the preeminent one that I, I would think about. What about you, Robert? Oh man, I have so many and I tend to like really break it out into specialization. So Nathan Firth, when I'm thinking about UI UX, um, oh, absolutely. Mark Stanger, like the king himself, <laughs> I, I yes. guess that'd be more of like a passive mentorship. I don't get to talk to him much, but back in the day reading the SNC guru blog, that was just, I attached myself to Mark oh. and I was like, I got to learn everything Mark has to say. Oh um, man. Then we got, like, <laughs> when I'm talking real pure dev, James Neal, Tim Attenborough, Jace yeah. Benson. God, I'm missing so many people, but this the is names like, though, man. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're dropping like the, the who's who of service yeah. now. I mean, if you're not following these people, wherever they live on social media, go and do it now. Yeah, right. It's, it's remarkable how much you'll learn by following the right people. So as a beginner, that's going to be a real challenge. And so once you find somebody whose thought leadership you follow and, and who, who, who you can engage with in a mentoring way, ask them who, theirs, who their mentors are, who their follows are. And, and go follow them because the great ideas are getting pumped out by a very small number of people in the community and just get following them, engage them. Lots of, uh, lots of people are out there willing and able to help. That's one area where I've found I've got to do a ton of learning. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. You want to, is that, is the bleeding edge, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be with it where the bleeding edge is. That's where all the fun's happening. The next tool is somewhat related to mentors, but there's times where somebody's basically like on your level, but there, you know, you can fill each other's blanks in. Corey and I are very much like this. We're absolutely we're, we're totally, you know, we're on the same level in the ServiceNow community, but I have things that Corey relies on me for. And he has things that I rely on him for. Like whenever I'm talking about automation and orchestration, Corey's the first guy I go to. Corey and I also, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time together thinking about, you know, what does architecture actually mean? What you got to do is find a circle, like a brain trust, people who are your peers, but know different things than you, I guess I could say. Yeah. And I think that's the, the key, right? Is to have some variation in your circle so that you've got experts of all kinds. And not only just for the, the their technical knowledge and what they bring to the table, but also for personality. I think you and I, you know, have a great relationship because we get along very well, too. You know, we like hanging out with each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we when you throw that in with, you know, the, t the technical challenges that we sometimes face in service now and where, and our, where our particular strengths lie, you know, I think it forms a great peer mentoring ship uh, relationship. The only thing I'd add to the peers discussion is to some extent, the people who are picking up service now today have it a lot harder than we did. Like when we did, it was like the platform for development and ITSM and that was it. And there was a lot less of the platform to have to memorize. Now there's just 
I mean, there's like a hundred some distinct products God, when you start b- drilling in, right? Like, like you're not going to be an expert across the entire platform. You're just not. Yeah, gonna, not anymore. Like, it's just a question of how wide can you get, but you'll never be the platform wide. Find the stuff that you are good at, get really good at that. And then forgive yourself for not being able to know or keep up with a bunch of other stuff. I'm never going to like get certified in HR. What I'm going to do is just make friends that know HR backwards and forwards and ask them if something ever comes up or pass the opportunities their way. And you better believe that in the ServiceNow community, small as it is, what goes around comes around. Forgive yourself and not get expertise in, in one thing and pass that thing to your buddies who do, then that stuff comes around for you as well. Right. Like, like you said, like, and I'm going to, I'm going to steal the same example, right? HR, hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not, never going to be an expert. Don't care about it at all. Don't want to deal with it. So yeah, if anyone comes to me and say, Hey, yeah, you know, you got an HR product now passing it off. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another one that, that I hate too is the um, ITBM side of things. It's just really too baked for me. (laughs) <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I give that one to Robert. He's he's my ITBM guy. <laughs> Last tool. I call this one mad science. There's going to come a point, like once you can get to the point where you've breached the basics, right? You know how to build on the platform. You know how a bunch of the different interfaces work. You've gone through all the exercises on your private dev instance. Maybe you've even taken the certified application developer course, at least the scripting course. Now it's time to start building and making things for yourself. Stuff that might not be commercially viable, stuff that makes no sense whatsoever, maybe even building stuff wrong on purpose. And this is going to really fill in the blanks of stuff you don't know or stuff you didn't even know that you didn't know and really push your limits. I have two tools in the mad science toolbox that help me learn. So one is an idea vault. It's kind of 3 a.m. You wake up, I got a great idea. You put that in your idea vault. And then every once in a while, I go back through my idea vault an idea of all could be like Notepad, Excel, OneNote, Evernote, whatever. But every once in a while, I go back through my idea vault and I start recombining stuff, like mixing one idea with another on purpose. What can playing games on the Xbox teach me about ServiceNow? Well, it teach me, teaches me that gamification and achievements and rewards are actually good positive motivators. And then you wake up the next day and somebody's introducing a gamification app on ServiceNow. The point is, <laughs> <laughs> the point is take those wild and crazy ideas, store them, try and build them. And it's going to force you to look at the platform in ways that you weren't able to before or that you wouldn't pragmatically ever be in that situation. But it'll force you to A, learn new things and B, learn things that you don't know that you don't know. I think I said that. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. You know, to add on to that, what I'd say uh, is um, the one the one tool I go to when I'm looking to create value and I'm looking to kind of get into that. That was probably two tools when I'm looking to get into that that innovative mindset. Right. One of them is persistence. You really just kind of got to treat it like a job. Creativity comes to you. Like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know what you whatever metaphor you want to use. Right. But you got to be available to receive it. And so the way that you're available to receive it is by literally dedicating some time, sitting down and doing the work. Sit, I'm going to sit down in my personal instance and I'm going to play around. Maybe I'll go on, go on a doc site and read a little bit about a, a module that I don't know about. And then boom, creativity comes to you. What if I combine this and that? Well, you, when you start combining this idea with that idea, now we got idea sex and that's where the value comes from, right? When you can put two things together uh, that don't typically go together. And all of a sudden you've got something that's really unique in this world that might actually, you know, make a difference to someone. 
uh, one of the, my favorite um, things that I've built was taking in uh, data certification and combining it with the service portal. Right. And, and you know, when, when I, I took it a bit to the extreme, but it was great, you know, it was one of the, one of the um, favorite things that I've built. Yeah. I mean, I think back to the knowledge 13 hackathon that, you know, I was on the team that won that and humble brag. <laughs> all I did was come up with the idea. Everybody else did the hard work. <laughs> But that was a recombination of, hey, like, what can Kickstarter teach us about service now? Yeah. Right. I remember that. And it was like, it was basically ideation, but with the ability for people to kind of voluntary, voluntarily surrender resources. And they have it now. It's in service now. Boom. Right Boom. there. Mad right science. there. <laughs> now, what's the one thing that wasn't on this list? Exam dumps. Oh. Your exam dumps. Yeah. You're not learning more anything blank. from those things. They're the worst when it comes down to it. Definitely Look, the yeah. worst. They don't do anybody well, any favors, especially the customer who's actually looking for people who like instinctively know the answers. Not, I studied a piece of paper that told me the answer to something I've never seen before. Right. It's great for the task. But if I tell you to go in and reenact that answer in, in your personal dev instance, if you can't do it, then what does that, what does that get you? I mean, the service now instance is a lot bigger than it used to be, but it's still a pretty small thing to learn, right? Mm -hmm. Learn, to, learn the, the major parts of it, at least. And so uh, there you I, have it. Nine tools, docs, private dev instances, community, SN dev Slack, meetups, Twitter, mentors, peers, and mad science. Hope this episode has been useful for you. And as always, this is Corey CJ Wesley. And this is Robert the Duke Fedoric. Coming to you live with CJ and the Duke, episode three. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>